Well, welcome to the uh, the maiden voyage, the uh, initial launch, the debut of the Mike Douglas Show. So privileged to be able to be with you. We'll be with you here Monday through Friday, 3 to 4 p.m. Uh, every week. And it's just a great honor and a privilege to be part of Power Talk 1360 KFIV, and most of all, uh, to be your friend and uh, to be able to sit down with you on a regular basis throughout the week and talk about the issues of the day. And and that's our uh, that's our target here. That's our purpose. We want to provide a a comfortable, friendly environment for uh, for rational and reasonable discussions about the issues of the day that uh, that really directly affect you and me. And that includes the, the joys and the frustrations, the, the hills and the valleys, and uh, all of that. So we'll be here to provide that uh, environment for you. Now, in just a couple of moments, we're going to uh, delve into the challenge of trying to be reasonable and using critical thinking in today's culture. You know, one of the problems we have is that it seems like we've given up critical thinking for Lent, and we never came back. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's very difficult with some people to hold a conversation about the issues of the day. And I'm going to give you a real-life example without names or anything, but we'll discuss that and see maybe if you've had uh, similar experiences as well and uh, how we deal with that because uh, the uh, the opposition to a, a lot of what you and I may believe is is increasing, and we need to uh, develop solid ways of being able to respond to that while still leaving the door open for relationships so that we can still have some influence for uh, with those people who have uh, uh, have dramatically opposing views just want them to hear us and sometimes that's a, that's a great challenge just to be heard anyway we'll be talking about that in in just a few moments I want to give you just a, a little bit of background as uh, I introduce myself to many of you now we've been uh, guest hosting on Power Talk 1360 KFIV for a couple of years now. I know uh, many of you in the audience from uh, prior years. For those uh, that we have not uh, had the opportunity to meet yet, just a, a quick background sketch here so you wonder who that guy is behind the socially distanced microphone. And by the way, we are appropriately socially distanced by uh, the, the participants here, sometimes by miles, sometimes by scores of miles. And as you'll learn in uh, just a couple of minutes after we open the phones, even our area code for the Mike Douglas show is socially distanced. Anyway, we'll talk about that in, in just a second. My background very quickly grew up in uh, the greater Los Angeles area, born and raised in Pasadena. I uh, had the opportunity uh, through my life, and I, I count all of these opportunities as blessings uh, because I've learned from each chapter uh, of the life that I've been allowed to to lead. Uh, my my first uh, real employment was in law enforcement, uh, in uh, municipal law enforcement, and in a variety of different uh, aspects of that. I was a dispatcher. I was a street cop. Uh, I was a code enforcement officer. And uh, don't count that against me now, folks. But uh, it, anyway, it gave me a good solid base on uh, what the law is all about and how we need to enforce the law in an 
equal manner. You know, it's when we take the law and begin to enforce it with bias that we get into trouble because we are a nation of law. And uh, so anyway, that that will enter uh, our conversations, I'm sure, as we go along. Had a lot of great experiences there. Spent a lot of time, by the way, directing traffic at the Rose Bowl, both for uh, uh, UCLA games, which is a challenge for me because I'm a a USC alumnus, a a Trojan. But uh, I was there to protect uh, the the safety of the UCLA fans for uh, for many years and walked the Rose Parade route overnight quite a few years as, as well. And then uh, moved from law enforcement into hazardous materials investigations on both uh, the municipal level, the municipal level with cities and and then uh, with the state of California as well. So with the hazmat thing, I finally got a little weary of glowing in the dark and uh, went into uh, fire and rescue. And I had the privilege of serving as both an assistant chief and deputy chief. Uh, with the Governor's Office of Emergency Services Fire and Rescue Division for several uh, years as well. And that's going to play into a lot of our discussions as well as we uh, talk about emergency response, equal application of the law, and uh, and such. So uh, I lived in uh, the Los Angeles area for uh, many years in 1992, I think it was, moved to Sacramento. The state moved me there and Around uh, the mid-90s, why uh, God, in his sense of humor, decided uh, that uh, he wanted me to enter vocational ministry. And I came here to this town called uh, Modesto and uh, began uh, what's now been a uh, 25-year career as a vocational minister. I serve uh, uh, two uh, congregations in town as well as have the privilege of serving as the president and CEO of Advancing Vibrant Communities, uh, sponsor of this show. And we'll be talking more about uh, what we do in that regard uh, as, we, uh, as we move on through our exchanges of ideas and conversations as we, uh, as we go along. And also throughout the years, I had uh, quite a bit of uh, broadcasting experience. My first, uh, my first gig on radio wasn't a gig. I wasn't paid. I was seven years old. I think, and I was asked to recite a uh, a Bible verse, I think it was, on a radio station down in, in Southern California. And uh, with that, I've kept my hand on the broadcasting industry and also have been involved in uh, stage entertainment as well for about 50 years. Uh, so uh, that gives you an idea of uh, how many rings uh, there are on my bark, uh, so to speak, in, in terms of age. So anyway, that's my background, and uh, looking forward to talking with you uh, very much. And one of the first topics we're going to talk about today is how do we deal with people who can't see beyond their hatred when it comes to politics, and, and really when it comes to life in general, because people tend to react, react to their politics the way that they uh, move within their worldview uh, the, the the tenants the, by which they uh, by which they operate. Uh, I had an experience earlier today. I wanted to talk to a, a gentleman who uh, who would not agree with many of these uh, uh, things that I would agree with in in terms of our uh, our social structure and politics and such. Uh, but I, I was curious as to what what he thought about things. 
and uh, began to engage him in conversation. And uh, he said, wait a minute, you know, what, what party are you uh, affiliated with? Who did you vote for? And, and I told him, I didn't want to sidestep that. I, I don't wear that as a badge of honor or anything. It's just, you know, that's something I do. It's not my identity. I have a political perspective. I belong to a political party and I do have my own perspectives. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> as soon as I answered his questions, uh, he said, well, you're, you're a seditionist. I, I, what? <laughs> really? Uh, a seditionist. Well, uh, would you like to maybe even come on the air and explain why you think I'm a, I'm a seditionist and, and, uh, and give your point of view? He said, absolutely not. Uh, very angry. And, uh, and so that pretty much ended the conversation. How do we deal with that? I have some thoughts about that. Uh, perhaps you have some thoughts, too. Uh, so coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to open the phone lines. Here's the number to call. All right. And again, even the area code is uh, socially distanced. It's 657-383-1479. That's 657-383-1479. We'll get your perspectives on that on the Mike Douglas Show coming up in just a few minutes here on Power Talk 1360, KFIV, on The Mike Douglas Show. Don't go away. We'll be back in about three or four minutes. And so, so glad to have you with us here on The Mike Douglas Show. Again, we're here Monday through Friday, 3 to 4 p.m. on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And uh, we were talking a few uh, moments ago about the challenge today of just trying to engage people in conversation who have opposing views. Now, for, for some, that, that's not a problem, but for many, uh, it's, it's just a, uh, a, a radical encounter. And, and it seems like the, <clears throat> the hate on the other side is just absolutely crushing to the person that we're talking with. Now, I'm, I, I'm okay if, if they want to hate. I mean, that's, that's their decision. But uh, we have a country that is facing so many challenges, uh, not, not the least of these, COVID-19, and then, of course, the, the rancor that has surrounded our, our politics now for, uh, for about four years, uh, right out of the gate. Uh, the intentions to impeach uh, Donald Trump. I mean, he had uh, barely been in office, and uh, the wheels were rolling. And, of course, a, a second impeachment uh, was, was voted on yesterday. And so one of, one of, the, um, one of the problems that we need to uh, look at and help solve together is how do we engage other people in the process of exchanging ideas. And I have some thoughts about that, but I'm also curious about, and I'm sure you have run across people who, uh, who, are, who are just lit up. I mean, they, they, they are just uh, mad as a hornet. And uh, this guy I talked to uh, today was, uh, w- was that way as well. I mean, couldn't, couldn't really engage in a conversation. 
And so how do we do that? How do we, uh, especially as uh, those who are conservatives, uh, engage, develop relationships and uh, try to get ideas across just to discuss? Well, we'll be uh, talking about that right now. Love to hear how you're doing with that and maybe hear some of your encounters as well. Our uh, phone number here, again, the area code is appropriately socially distanced. So here we go. Are you ready? Here's the phone number uh, to the show here. Love to talk to you. Area code 657-383-1479. Again, that's area code 657-383-1479. And again, love to hear about uh, your experiences uh, as well as as we try to deal with people who have radically uh, uh, opposing views. I think one of the uh, one of the tenets that I try to hang on to, and this probably comes back to uh, my worldview uh, as a uh, as a man of faith and and as a pastor. That's not my identity. It's just what I'm, I'm called to do, there's uh, a consistency that we need to have. And uh, I, I, th- I think uh, many have been uh, frustrated at times with, with Donald Trump about some of his uh, reactions and, and such and tweets. And, uh, you know, I think one of the things that we need to understand when we're dealing with other people is that they are who they are, and we need to meet them where they are as they are. You know, so many times uh, people want to, and I've counseled a whole bunch of people over the past quarter century uh, who are getting married, taking them through the premarital process or uh, dealing with them in the, uh, I was going to say extramarital process. That's not right. No, the, uh, when they're having challenges in their relationships, one of the things that, that we always talk about is being curious about why the other person believes what they believe. Now, again, this person that I dealt with today, because uh, I was very honest with him because he asked me, I told him uh, what, what party I was affiliated with, and I told him who I voted for. Immediate reaction was, well, you're a seditionist. Uh, uh, really? I, I, I don't think so. Uh, why, why would you think uh, I, I'm a sedition? And, and we, we couldn't talk. It was just impossible uh, to talk. And so sometimes I think in those types of, of circumstances, the key is to be curious, to ask questions. Well, why, why do you believe that? Uh, help, help me understand your perspective on that. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, I think one of the, the uh, main things that we need to keep in mind is we can't fix other people. We can't fix other people. Number one, maybe they don't need to be fixed. And number two, if they do need to be fixed, we probably want to leave that up to uh, God and his sovereignty and, and not try to do that ourselves. However, we can influence. The question comes up so much. Uh, Mike, the, the, it just seems like everything's falling apart. It seems like uh, those who are of uh, uh, socialist uh, leanings, even Marxist leanings, uh, don't even realize it. But but they're very passionate about it. And uh, anything dealing with the current president is bad. 
Uh, everything dealing with the next president is good. And, of course, neither is true. Uh, we're all neither bad nor all good. Uh, we're a mix. And so it pays to be able to ask questions and, and start to get other people talking. And, and then we can develop a, uh, a conversation. Again, if, if you've had some of those experiences or maybe you have some ideas to, to lend to how we can influence others just in terms of being able to talk you know, without throwing rocks at each other and burning each other's police stations down and all of that, uh, we, we really need to, uh, to find a way to discourse better. Again, our phone number here on the Mike Douglas Show, and, and this will be consistent uh, throughout every week that we're together, every day that we're together. Area code 657-383-1479. Again, area code 657 383 one four seven nine. We talked uh, a few moments ago about applying the law, and and this has been one of the uh, problems with conversations I've found trying to uh, talk to people, especially in the context of COVID nineteen. You know what we're talking about in terms of finding common ground uh, doesn't just apply to politics; it applies to the, the, the virus COVID-19, but that ultimately leads to how do we feel, how do we react to public policy about COVID-19? Uh, COVID-19 did not close down restaurants I attend. Public policy about COVID-19 is what, uh, is what closed those down. And uh, so we need to take a, a, a hard look at that and uh, begin to think about how can we engage in conversation. One of the things is we may find out nuggets of truth from the other person that, uh, that we may not be aware of. Maybe there was, uh, there was uh, something valuable that we needed to learn. So often we start to uh, develop when we're in a conversation with someone we're having a disagreement with so often about a quarter of the way into uh, listening to them, we start to build our defense and our mind goes into building the defense and we totally miss maybe the last quarter of what they were talking about. And maybe the key to understanding each other was in that last quarter. And so it, do, it does pay to, uh, to listen well. And uh, we'll be talking about how to do that. Uh, again, exploring today, how do we engage in conversations? How do we develop a relationship where at least we can have some influence? And uh, we're going to be talking more about that uh, in, uh, in just a few moments right here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. I'm Mike Douglas. We'll be back in just a couple of moments. Again, let me give you that phone number uh, for you to call, and, and we'll catch your calls right after some important information. 657-383-1479. That's 657-383-1479. Mike Douglas here on Power Talk 1360 KFIB. We'll be back in about three or four minutes. Don't go away. And here we are. Welcome to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. So glad you're joining us this afternoon. And uh, we've been talking about how, how do we engage in conversation 
and perhaps have some influence with people who uh, either are just so full of hate they can't see straight or uh, they just don't want to hear any other point of view. Uh, oh, we're going to have some more discussion on that. Uh, Daniel has uh, had some similar experiences with that. Uh, Dan, first of all, uh, congratulations. Uh, you are the first charter caller to the Mike Douglas yeah. Show. Great distinction. Glad to have you with us. Well, good. Thank you. So, Dan, what's, what's you your like, experience uh, in this regard? Well, um, as I, t- I was talking to your screener, um, I, in 2008 when McCain and um, Obama were running, um, well, let me back up a little bit. Um, I was married for um, nearly 20, 20 years, but when that election happened, um, it almost caused a divorce between the two of us. Um, mm. My my ex-wife, we had, we have divorced since, but at, uh, at that point in time, uh, we couldn't have a conversation. We couldn't have a sit-down, watch-the-news conversation. Um, she was a pretty mild person. Um, she was a teacher, um, and we we raised our kids. The, uh, we, we, we both agreed on how to raise our kids. Both our kids are very successful in life. But when when that when that first election took place, um, we couldn't have a conversation. Um, she would get, um, she would cry. Um, she would, um, get angry with me. Um, I, I kept myself, I felt I kept myself together to, to talk about the, um, the, the discussion at hand, but, um, it was difficult having that conversation with her and it was just really weird um, we had lived together at that point in time for, you know, quite, uh, since it was, uh, 92 to 2008, but, um, I, we, we just could not have that conversation. And that was, that was weird for me. Yeah. You know, uh, sometimes it's hard to find common ground and, and of course, within the marriage relationship, Dan, it, it's a whole different dynamic as well, you know, versus someone that you may know at work or, or whatever. There's, uh, you know, there's a lot of other uh, issues uh, in, involved as well. Uh, just out of curiosity, and, and it's too bad that, that politics has to destroy relationships. Uh, sure. But, you know, it, it's, not, it's not the politics that does that, is it? It's it's our reactions, isn't it, and how we handle that that uh, that puts the stresses and strains on our relationships. I, and I and I agree with that. Like I said, I I, I felt I was I was very calm. Um, and since that point in time, my son he's an adult. He's twenty nine years old. Um, he still sees his mom. He has conversations with her, and he's he came over to the house, you know, um, and said, "You can't talk to her, Dad." You, you, you know he's he's 29 and he, and he says you just can't talk to her you just you, you don't disagree with her but you just can't talk to her and it was it was really weird coming like i said she was a pretty mild person came to to that stuff it it just it turned odd i guess yeah. is the best way to put it so dan have you had uh, any similar experiences with other people over the past year or so as our whole country has been going through a lot of stresses and strains you, you know what um i recently retired last july um i don't get out much i live on a ranch um i run cattle um hmm. i um i have um my garden i have my dogs um i don't deal with many people um that often and that's my choice um, 
So no, I I, I ha- actually haven't had those. Most of my friends um, uh, believe how I believe, um, and but if they don't, them and I can have a conversation about it. Yeah, you and know? and that's all um, about uh, that's all about having relationship, good relationships, solid relationships, so you can do that. Hey Dan, thank you so much. A, pre- a great call. Thank you for uh, yeah. sharing that uh, with us. Yeah, you betcha. All right, uh, you're listening to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Again, we'll be here Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 p.m. Enjoy uh, having you with us. And uh, as we've been talking about this dynamic of how to deal with people right now, and, and it, it, really there, there's been so many platforms for this dysfunction of uh, how do we deal with people who disagree? Well, we want to talk more about that. Again, our phone number here to the studio, an area code that is appropriately socially distanced as well. It is area code 657-383-1479. Again, that's area code 657 383 one four seven nine, and what we're talking about is how, how do we dialogue with people who maybe have uh, different positions on how we have how we handle public policy on COVID nineteen, how we handle just the the rancor uh, right now from uh, uh, Facebook and and Twitter and and Amazon. Uh, beating up on parlor and, and, and doing away with it. What happened to the principle of free speech? And uh, I, you know, I, I think back to that, to the days when we carefully tiptoed around that subject and we said, well, it's, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's being PC, it's being politically correct. And I think a lot of us tried to be polite. Well, those uh, on the other side of that PC fence uh, weren't trying to be polite. <laughs> they, uh, I, I think uh, for many of them, the design was to uh, shut other people up who uh, did not share the same views uh, that they had. Uh, just a thought that I'll offer you from uh, a, a lifetime of experience. And again, I do not tell people what to do. I do not try to fix people. Uh, there's a higher power that deals with that. God deals with that. Uh, I just do what he asks me to do. But let me offer a, uh, a thought here, and that is find some common ground to talk about. And maybe it's, hey, we wish we had some, uh, some streetlights uh, in, in our alleyway here. That would cut down on, on the drugs and all that. Uh, that would cut down on uh, the nefarious activity. Find something that you can both talk about that you share equally. And oftentimes that, I, I call it a, a point of grace, uh, will lead to the ability uh, to have conversations with other people. Uh, we're going to be back uh, with more of your calls and your comments coming right up on dealing with difficult people and having conversations here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And we're back here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV uh, talking about how do we engage people that are just uh, uh, seeing red? And, and I don't mean 
Chinese communists there. I, just, I mean, there's, they're just so animated, just so ticked off and, and so angry. Uh, related earlier, a, a guy that I had talked to uh, uh, earlier, I, I wanted to talk to him about his perspective, allow him to push back and, and uh, give his perspective. But no, didn't want to. Just uh, said, you're a seditionist. That's it. Goodbye. And uh, so, so there you go. Fortunately, over the years, I've learned to develop a, a thin, a, a thick skin about that, and and uh, not not to worry. I'm very confident in who I am, and I hope you are as well, as uh, you stand fast on what you know to be true. And 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 friends, that is a, a right now in terms of uh, all the rhetoric that's flying around, all all the uh, the hype. Uh, you need to, we, we need to stand firm on what we know to be true and not allowed to be bullied about it. We don't have to uh, uh, fight back, but we do need to stand in terms of standing fast. You stand fast. You don't allow people to define you. Don't allow people to put labels on you. You know who you are. And, uh, and that is one of the keys to uh, turning this thing around. I am an eternal optimist. I am not one of those who goes around and say, oh, it's over. Uh, the, the November 3rd election and, and what follows in January 20, it's all over. I don't believe it's all over. Uh, I believe that many of us have an opportunity to see what's going to happen and re- appropriately respond to it. And uh, again, we're interested in your thoughts about that. Our phone number here is area code 657 3831479 that's area code 6573831479 to the Mike Douglas show and again we have the privilege of being with you every day from 3 to 4 p.m. here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV and if you'd like to email me some thoughts as well I'd I'd love to hear your perspective on email too here's uh, the email that goes directly to me Mike on 1360, that's M-I-K-E, Mike on 1360 at gmail.com. Again, Mike on 1360 at gmail. What about the vaccines? That, that's, been a, that's been a topic around uh, our house. My, uh, my wonderful bride of uh of several decades now i'm not going to say how many because uh she still claims to be very young and somehow i got very old i don't i don't know how that worked but anyway my wonderful uh, bride and i were, were were talking uh about vaccines and and she is a nurse practitioner and uh she is in no hurry to get the vaccine in fact there are a lot of healthcare people who are in no hurry to get the vaccine. Uh, what about you? Uh, what do you feel about that? If, if you're qualified, if, you, if you're at the right age and in the demographic that, that can receive it, uh, or even if you're looking forward to it, are, are you in a hurry to get to it? Or are you eh, going to stand back and remember the thalidomide days, you know, a couple decades ago? Are you a little bit reticent? Do you want to see what happens first? Again, our number here, uh, Six five seven three eight three one four seven nine. That's area code six five seven three eight three one four seven nine. 
uh, talking to uh, my producer earlier today, and uh, uh, we were talking about the fact that there are uh, many uh, law enforcement and fire and rescue people, uh, career people, who are in no rush to get the vaccine. And uh, I think some of it may depend upon uh, generation, age group, and whether there's a, a high risk or not. But uh, uh, a lot of people uh, really want one, and that's great. Uh, but many, you know, maybe, uh, maybe holding back a little bit, uh, perhaps worried about have we had enough time yet after the uh, first vaccines to see how people react. I know it's gone through studies uh, through the FDA. But you see, one of the issues that we're dealing with today is there is a growing mistrust of authority. I mean, I I grew up an authority person. Even as a young kid, I was taught to respect authority. I opened doors for women. Uh, No matter how old they were, older than I was, I was uh, taught to respect my elders And I was taught that we are a nation of laws and we're to obey the law. And uh, I even at a at a very young age, I was committed to that. And that led me at age, I don't know what it was, uh, 13, maybe uh, to be part of the uh, the very first Pasadena Police Department Explorer post. And uh, so as a as a teenager, I cut my teeth early on serving people and serving people that sometimes don't like you. (laughs) <laughs> serving people that don't want that. We need to, to learn how to deal with, with difficult people, especially in, in, in this age of uh, so much rhetoric flying around. And, and now, as, uh, as we experience frustrations with uh, the media, how, how is it possible in a country where we hold dear, or we used to hold dear, to the First Amendment rights that uh, we now, apparently, depending on which governmental level you're, you're part of and which uh, uh, state, local, federal government, uh, we seem to dismiss parts of the First Amendment that we don't like. Uh, Here's an interesting note. Sacramento Bee uh, reporting today that uh, the California Highway Patrol, and hey, I, I have friends in the CHP. I love the CHP, but it's interesting. They have denied a permit for a pro-Trump rally uh, that was uh, supposed to happen in, uh, in, in the not-too-distant future. Uh, they say with officials bracing for the possibility of civil unrest and armed conflicts, at state capitals nationwide, following last week's siege at the U.S. Capitol, California Highway Patrol officials have denied a permit for a rally in Sacramento that had been set for Sunday and cleared its calendar of permitted events for the weekend. Now, let me ask you something. Did you hear these same types of policies being enacted as we saw on our television or on our screen, streaming screen, I was going to say screaming screens. Some of it was screaming, streaming screens. Uh, as we saw the, the, the riots in Minneapolis, as we saw the, the, the takeover of streets and businesses in, in Portland and Seattle, as we saw 
rioters taking over police precincts, for goodness sakes. Would you imagine over a year ago that we would be seeing that today? And, and I'm looking at this article today, and, and they're saying, well, we're denying the, the permit uh, uh, because uh, there, might be, there might be scuffles. Uh, there would be more than uh, 200 people that, uh, that we're permitting at any one time. And uh, there, there are these threats of armed conflict uh, in the rest of the nation. Okay. What I sense as a former law enforcement officer is selective enforcement here. And, and please, if you're with the CHP, if I'm missing something, I would like to know. Let me, I would really like to know the other side of the coin here. I, I just can't understand how the, the mass media and local governments can affirm the destruction of police departments and of streets and of homes and of the bullying of of people in restaurants and by and large at, at least at at the outset it was all well this is their right and and uh, this is a good thing and we're going to have a, a summer of love that snide remark just rubbed me the wrong way i'm sorry i don't normally get uh, uh like that but uh, that that just seemed like a totally inappropriate remark that uh I just uh, rubbed me the wrong way. So anyway, the point is, I think we need to be very aware of today when the First Amendment that we hold dear is being compromised and we have selective enforcement. And uh, we're going to be talking uh, more about that tomorrow. Uh, Mike Douglas Show, again, we'll be here with with you from 3 to 4 p.m. Here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Uh, just a reminder, uh, coming up shortly, Chad Benson, and uh, I'll look forward to joining you again tomorrow here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.